You're on Texas Standard Time. Back in the here and now, no vacation for Vice President Mike Pence, who's making the rounds in North Texas as we speak, stumping for fellow Republicans facing midterm challenges, notably Congressman Pete Sessions and Senator Ted Cruz. Republicans trying to seize on the momentum from the Kavanaugh confirmation of the Supreme Court on Saturday. But a month before the midterms, it's not just the GOP hoping to rally the partisans. Democrats also think the battle is turbocharged the rank and file, characterizing the handling of sexual assault allegations against the newest Supreme Court justice as emblematic of what many consider a win-at-all-costs attitude on the part of the party in power. This much we're already seeing on the next-to-last day to register to vote in the midterms in Texas. Huge numbers of Texans signing up to cast their ballots. Here to help us evaluate what this might mean for Texas in November, Carlos Huerta, political science professor at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Professor, welcome to Texas Standard. Oh, thanks for having me here. Also uh, joining us on the line, Brandon Roddinghouse, political science professor at the University of Houston. Very familiar name to regular Texas Standard listeners. Brandon, welcome back. Hey, thanks, David. Uh, but before we get deep into the registration business, uh, perhaps we should pull back and talk about, I mean, we can't ignore the, the big news over the weekend. What do you think, Brandon, is uh, is going to be the upshot of the Kavanaugh confirmation uh, spectacle? How do you see this playing out, if at all, here in the Lone Star State? I think that one thing this has done is definitely cemented both sets of partisan opinions. And that hardening, I think, is really translating into what we see in the Senate race in particular. I think that uh, right now, Ted Cruz has got a slight lead, and the likelihood is that's going to continue. And I think part of the reason was that the Republicans got what some of them are referring to as a Brett bump. They got a little bit of energy from the process of putting a conservative on the court, which is a kind of special type of mobilizing force for Republicans. Professor Huerta, you see it that way? Well, I'm, I agree with the comments that Brandon made. One thing I would point out is when we saw public opinion on Kavanaugh, he was not very popular. So, you know, I wonder, yes, you know, the Republicans, he was confirmed. But I wonder, will it mobilize Democrats as well because of the unpopularity he had? Well, now, that's that, that's an interesting thing, because if you just take a look at which brings us kind of to, to, to the very core of what we wanted to talk with you both about, uh, it's long been said that Texas is not necessarily a red state, but a state in which a lot of folks simply don't turn out to vote. We're seeing some interesting trends across the Lone Star State. Brandon, uh, uh, what do you note? I think that one thing that's interesting to me is that you've got many counties who are showing record number of registered voters, which is definitely something that the state needs. The flip side to that is that although more people are registered now, it's not always the case that that translates into turnout. And Texas's turnout has been just anemic. It's hovering in the 30s for most midterms. And even though we do have a lot of people registered, you still have about two and a half million people who aren't registered. And in terms of turnout, the state hasn't broken 50% for the voting age population to vote since, you know, 50 years hence. So it's good news in the sense that we've got more people registered, but it's not so great news in that people don't turn out and not everybody is yet registered. Professor Huerta, I want to throw this one at you. Our home station, KUT, is reporting that 93% of eligible voters in Travis County, which is a uh, uh, that's where the state capital is located. Ninety-three mm-hmm. percent are expected to register to vote by tomorrow's deadline. That's according to the county's voter registrar. Uh, so far, ninety-one percent have already registered. What does that tell you? 
Well, that tells me, you know, that there's a lot of folks who are, you know, really getting into registering to vote. And it also speaks to the mobilization effort um, that's going on there in Travis County, because, um, you know, registering to vote is not the simplest of things. You know, when I work with my students on voter registration, uh, those forms can be very uh, challenging for, for people who, you know, have to do their residential address, their mailing address, and it, it's a step in the process. So kudos to the, the folks there in Travis County and their registration efforts. Well, let's talk about other parts of Texas. I mean, the McAllen Monitor was recently writing about voter turnout in the Valley as being consistently low during past elections. And in fact, that's led some candidates for statewide office not to visit the area. You think that this year could be any different given the uh, well, how we've seen Democrats energized, and we know that a good part of South Texas is a majority Democrat. Um, yeah, I saw that, and I um, in my own county, Noises County, where Corpus Christi is located, turnouts, um, registration's also up. One thing I wonder about, and some of the research I've been doing in Texas politics has been showing we're starting to see some real demographic shifts in, in the electorate. You know, we're having, um, uh, there's a huge cohort of younger voters coming on, uh, and this could be their first election of voting. So, you know, there could be some enthusiasm there um, with the campaigns, with what's going on, and a lot of registration efforts going on this election. You know, this is something interesting, and I wonder if either of you have seen this story. More than 2,000 applications to register to vote in Texas submitted through an online service are invalid, according to the Secretary of State's office. Uh, Texas doesn't allow online registration, but apparently a website run by a California-based nonprofit called Vote.org thought it had found a loophole by allowing voters to fill out an online application and attach a photo of their signature, which they then faxed and mailed to election administrators. But now the state's saying, no, uh, that's not going to be valid. Have you have you seen this story? I've seen it. Yeah, this is what a lot of Republicans worry about, right? The Californiaization of Texas, right? I think mm-hmm. that uh, it's definitely the case that, that these groups are interested in finding a way to get more Texans registered to vote. There are as many of these organizations as like seats in the Cotton Bowl. So that's one thing. And Carlos mentioned this too, that is really helpful in getting more registered voters out there. In fact, the number of registered voters has been going up since about the 1990s. And so you can find now these uh, available, these, these notes to vote anywhere. You can get them libraries and taco stands and every other restaurant, you know, up and down the, uh, you know, Congress Avenue in, in Austin. So there are good things about this, but the problem is getting people to then go register to vote. And problems like this pop up. There are problems and also in Harris County that popped up with respect to some of the people who were otherwise eligible had been kicked off the rolls for uh, kind of a fluke. And so this is something which the state needs to address. And if they can't, then there's always going to be kind of a lag in terms of turnout. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, something we should point out, too, is that though the Secretary of State's office maintains its position that uh, these are not valid, uh, there are some counties, some officials in some counties who say their position is they're going to go ahead and accept these uh, registration attempts until someone with authority tells them not to. So this could wind up being another post-election day mess, but of course we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I think something that we've been sort of hinting at, but I think we should address directly, is the fact that registration obviously is one thing. Showing up to the polls is another. Does any of this activity signal anything about the midterms per se? You know, voting in the United States is tougher than it is in most nations. In most democracies around the world, you're automatically registered to vote. So we've got to take a different step. And so when people are showing this kind of enthusiasm to register to vote, 30 days, before, you know, it has to be at least 30 days before the election. To me, that is an indication that there is a higher level of interest in selection. And of course, you have to register to vote 
to vote. So, you know, I'm not expecting us to, you know, shatter, you know, 60% voter turn or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I would expect that, you know, my expectation is it's going to be higher than it's been, say, in the, what was the last midterm we had? Um, the 20... Um, 14, I guess. It 14 midterms. Yeah. So it'll be higher than that one, I would expect. Brandon? I think so. And like like Harlow says, you know, we've seen this lag and it's been pretty consistent. I, part of the reason is because the state has been dominated by one party or the other for the better part of the last hundred plus years. So now it's Republican dominated and Democrats feel like their voice doesn't matter. Um, we also alluded to the fact that Latino turnout is lower than it is in other states. Um, the number of eligible Latinos to vote is about 44 percent, and that's in contrast to about 80 percent for the Anglo population. Mm-hmm. The state's also young. Uh, I think Carlos pointed to some really good f- figures which suggest that you know a young state is not likely to turn out. Voters who have more money, mortgages, and marriages are more likely to turn out, and younger voters don't always have that. So it's difficult to get people to go from the step of being registered to being mobilized by a group, by a party, or by a candidate. Brandon Roddinghouse is political science professor at the University of Houston. Carlos Huerta is political science professor at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Gentlemen, thank you both for speaking with us on the Texas Standard. Have a great week. You're welcome.